Welcome to another episode of I Shake My Head with Lisa and Sam. Hello, friends of the podcast. Hello, everybody. Hello, Samantha. Lisa. Assuming we're talking still, are we? Are we still speaking? Are we still in speaking terms? I don't know. We're at the lake right now, so it's very possible that I might have you, um, I don't know. <laughs> well, you won't, well, you wouldn't Stuffed have drowned into me, a that's corner. for sure. <laughs> Right. Um, uh, right. I could have. Uh, I don't know. I, I think I'm, I'm thinking that we probably have had some fights, but but probably, as usual, worked it out. Okay. You came to the light and saw my way of thinking. Yes, that's usually how everything goes, is that right? everyone must agree with Lisa. Well, it's not so. that they must agree. It's that that just <laughs> seems to be the way that things go. Yes. Right? Okay. So I'm assuming we're having a great vacation. There's sure going to hopefully been... have been lots of sun. Because yeah. if the, I project oh. that if oh. there is even a, a moment, a minuscule moment, not even a second, it's like a millisecond of like cloud or a raindrop happens to get loose somehow <laughs> you are going to be like i knew it i knew it it was gonna rain on the week we were at the lake i you're you're absolutely right you're absolutely right you know all i care about i care about two things i care about craft dinner and i care about the lake and i care about the sun that's all i care about is i just want sun i'd like it to be sunny and hot from 10 to 5 Yes. And I know it can rain all night that it wants. You make all so much night. noise at roughly around eight-ish, nine, yeah, well, maybe yeah. nine if I'm lucky. And Ooh. then you start to make a lot of noise. Yeah, by nine, I'm mad. <laughs> by nine, I'm mad. I'm mad. Because by seven, between seven and eight, I am I am up and dressed and pretty much ready for the day. Yes. And then I will find something to snack on. Uh-huh. I will find a magazine to read or a puzzle <laughs> book to do or or I will if the Wi-Fi is good, I will look at my phone from yes. eight to nine. I am hissy and mad and starting to think, OK, what am I going to? Oh, I think I have to go outside quite a bit now because that makes noise to get that door open. Yes, it does. Sorry. Mm-hmm. That's how I roll. I'm already having so much fun on my vacation. Right. So here's hoping friends of the podcast who are still friends by the end of it. Yes, that would be a good idea. <laughs> I'm just saying, right? I'm just saying. Hopefully we didn't run out of food. Hopefully we didn't run out of oh, drinks. Oh, God. I'm sure we have not run out of food. I, I have hope no not. doubt that we have enough. I hope so. Hopefully we have found enough Caesars. To supply our entire week. Yeah. And then... Wait for the following week when you hear the live, live, live version of all the fun that went down. Right? <laughs> there you go. So this is just a prediction. We're predicting. We're predicting that we managed and we did okay. <laughs> but you know what I'm not predicting? What? The perfect breakfast. What do you mean you're not predicting it? Well, because I don't think we can have the perfect breakfast out at the lake. No, but but, but we can have... What, what would What is your perfect breakfast? I think my perfect breakfast is... Like, and is this anywhere or is this like, like, walk me through this? Well, okay. The lake perfect breakfast for me is probably like bacon. No, not always bacon. Bacon. I think, (laughs) yes. I think for me, it's always like an over easy egg or maybe some good scrambled eggs with some cheese in it and And some toast and about five cups of coffee. All right. So first off, I hate to burst your bubble. You're never going to be inside for not long enough for five cups. 
You know that, right? Two, two. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. Two. Uh-huh. Um. Okay. I'll give you the scr. Okay. So if, if we're talking lake, I'll give you the scrambled eggs. I'll give you the scrambled eggs. Uh huh. Um. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know. Perfect breakfast overall. Like, like I like a pancake, but it's a lot of work. Pancakes are lots pancakes of work. Pancakes are a lot of work and I don't always love them. So, well, because they're temperamental, right? I no, feel I just don't always love a pancake because you know, you know why that is. It's because I think pancakes out of all the breakfast foods, I think pancakes have the biggest chance of disappointing us. Potentially. I think French toast is right up there as well, because I don't oh. think you always do that well. A French toast is fine. Are you saying you as in me? No, I think like oh. people just don't always make a good French toast. Sometimes it's soggy. Sometimes it's not done enough. So it's like, no, or it's done I, too I much and it's like super spongy. I disagree. I think French toast people can pull off. Right? It's just toast and a, pe- and a bit of egg. But I think pancake, <laughs> too thin. Is it too thin? Is it too fluffy? There's no taste. Is it Aunt Jemima? Whatever she's called now. Um, is it? Is it too watery? Is it? Is it what? What is it? I don't know. Right? I like, just don't always love them. And because that's even like when you go to the restaurants, right? The Denny's does a good pancake. The Chorus, not so much. Yeah, I guess so. Right? So. I, I don't know. Like my sister, when we were on vacation, they had pancakes twice, I think. Uh-huh. And I'm like, this is a lot of pancakes. This is crazy. And a then she told pancakes. me, she's like, I would love nothing more than a waffle pan. Huh? What does she want what? a waffle pan for? Yeah. And I'm like, no. And she goes, I really want a waffle pan. And I'm like, that's the weirdest thing to ask for, a waffle yeah. pan. That seems weird. She's like, yeah, because she would really like to make waffles. She likes, I'm like, okay. Even though (laughs) waffles really is just the pancake mix, just in a different pan. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, she's remember when we used to like have big waffle parties and people used to come over and we used to make tons of waffles and have all the sauces and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I said, but they weren't my favorite. No, waffles aren't my favorite. Unless it's an ego. Unless it's an ego. (laughs) That's different. Right, yeah, it goes are different. You know what? That would be my perfect. Actually, this this is my perfect breakfast at the lake. Well, and and you should know this by now because we've experienced it. Is toaster strudel? Oh yeah, toaster that's coming. Strudel. That's coming to. But the mm-hmm. only problem though is with the toaster at the lake. Chances are we're going to set the alarm off, right? So I'm always a little bit. <laughs> Right. I'm always a little hesitant with the toast. You know, now that you thought about now that you've reminded me about Eggo waffles, which, by the way, is Cheyenne's favorite breakfast. I love Eggo waffles yeah, so much. She loves that. And then she puts peanut butter on it and syrup. I don't know about that, but yeah. No, it's actually an interesting combination. Yeah. But I'm also um, not seven. Well, I know, but I ate it and it was interesting. OK. So, and I might be seven. Um, but maybe we should bring Eggo waffles. We could bring Eggo waffles. Maybe. Maybe we have brought Eggo waffles. Oh, maybe we uh, maybe we loved Eggo waffles, right? But I think the perfect, perfect breakfast is actually Eggs Benedict. Oh, yeah. Hey, mm-hmm. I think there's something to be said for a good Eggs Benny. Like, it's like the traditional, um, you know, Canadian bacon yeah. with a perfectly done poached egg, that beautiful, beautiful lemony hollandaise. Oh, yeah. Like a lemony. Like, like it's funny. Oh. When I can think back to my mom used to make the best, the very best uh, eggs Benedict. And it was such a treat, right? Like, so always at Christmas, uh, but it was such a treat. And I can taste her, her hollandaise. I can taste the lemon in her hollandaise still all these years later. 
And, and I've never, I've never tasted it again. Really? No, never. Yeah. Never. Mm-hmm. I have sisters that will say they can recreate. They can't. Oh, they can't. There's no recreation there. But then you know what? On the other hand, who doesn't love a good frozen hash brown? Don't talk to me. I I, like, love... I like the patty. I like the patty one. No, okay, the patty is okay. I hate shredded. Just you always hate shredded. I hate shredded. It's just a waste of time. Well, why do you feel that strongly? I'm like nobody's asking you to shred them. No, but I think it's a waste of time. I think if you're going to eat a hash brown, it needs to be like a potato that you've boiled and then cut so you can fry it in the butter and the like butter. And do the stuff right. and like all that kind of stuff. Not shredded. Why are you shredding a potato? A potato is not meant to be shredded. I mean, uh, I guess I don't want to shred it. I'll eat a shredded, but I don't want to eat. I don't want to do the shredding. Give me cubed. Give me like a normal potato. Cut it up. Just fry it. We're done. Yeah. But I, I still love like I just I I thought about this the other day. I think I must have seen a commercial and I'm like, you know what? McDonald's really hit the hit hit it when they did that frozen hash brown. Well, everybody does it now. I know. But they were the starters of it. Right. Like I'll tell you, there there's no there's nobody enjoying an egg McMuffin without Mr. McDonald. That's true. It's, right. And like who doesn't have uh, an egg McMuffin, bacon, whatever, sausage, whatever. With uh, like without the hash brown, like exactly. you just don't you you're having the combo. You got to get the combo, right? You got to have them both. You got to have them both. Right? I don't want them in my sandwich together. Unlike you, I like oh, them separate. No. You <gasps> maybe next time that's how I'll eat it. I'll have it all together. Oh, mushed. I don't understand that. Mushed. But that's just me. <laughs> that's just me. So I don't know. I think you might be right. I think it might be something to be said with the with the eggs Benedict being the. But sometimes so one hell of a good omelet, Samantha. Oh, well, and then you have, yeah, it depends, though. Right, right. Not every omelet is the best. No, not everyone. No, but no, a good omelet always, yeah, that helps. I think at the end of the day, the moral of the story is you and I love a breakfast. <laughs> right? We can't get around it. We just we, love a breakfast. We do better at breakfast than we any do better, other We do better day. at breakfast. Exactly. Right? Right. And if it ain't broke, don't uh, fix it. Well, you can always have breakfast for supper. Yeah, I'll have breakfast. I could eat breakfast any time of the day. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I could. You betcha. Uh, OK, I have a question. OK. Did you have any nicknames from your youth that either your Ooh. friends or family gave you? Not really. Um, let me think. Did I have any? Lease. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, that's funny. Uh-huh. <laughs> I always just think with lease. I always just think I don't get why we can't just add that fourth letter. Right? Lease. My my dad calls me lease. Hey lease when he leaves a message. Hey lease, dad here. Um <laughs> HHG will slip in a lease. Oh yeah. Every now go. and then you slip in a lease. Mm-hmm. Um did I have a nick I don't think I really had nothing in like I, you, high school, college, when you went to, uh, to college or university? Not really. No, no. no. Uh, my uncle Ron used to call me Ita. Why? Uh, instead of Lisa, Ita. Ita. Loved that about as much as I loved Elise. <laughs> right? But loved it better than when he called my kid's sister, which was Burhead. <laughs> so I'm like, I think I have the better nickname, even though they're both really, really bad. Right? Burhead, that's good. Burhead, yeah. No, I don't think I don't think I did not come from a family of nicknames. 
Like my mom didn't like my mom. But I mean, but then I shouldn't say that because my kid's sister is Bill and I am Bill. Well, yeah, you do have a nickname, right? So I guess I do have a nickname just, but it's just between me and her and it's just Bill B-I-U-W because it's spelled that way. Yes, I know. And, and it's always, unless only time that changes is if you're in trouble or somebody has it now in the days of texting. If somebody has ignored somebody for too long, then you'll get a text and be like, William. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> you got my attention. You got my attention. But it's always B I U W, like love Bill. Hi Bill. How's Bill? How's Bill? That's it. It's only I only think of her as either my kid sister or Bill. But but that's it. I don't think I'm a nickname person. You? Oh, what well, about you? Uh, I had a nickname when I was in high school called Bammer. Bammer. Yeah, I was called Bammer. Not wow. super attractive. Um, my mother had a weird name. I don't know. I think she made it up. I believe she made it up. It's called, she called me Stella Mansa when I was really, when she was really pissed off at me. Oh, okay. Um, Is that like some weird word from her I language? I don't know. I think she just made it up. Okay. And everyone has always called me Sam. So I've had a nickname. My name has been shortened my entire life. I, I elongated your name mm-hmm. again. I went from Sam back to Samantha. <laughs> but you call me Sam. I do call you Sam, but sometimes I'll call you Samantha. And then there are people who go, Sammy. Where's Sammy? Uh, What's Sammy doing? Yeah. Oh my God, I'm 53. Right. right. I feel you've. I feel you've outgrown Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Sam. I get. I get it. I don't care if people call me Sam. Yeah. But Sammy is just like it's like I'm seven again. Right. It's like you're back. And then it's funny yeah. because then like our dear our dear HHG. She nicknamed herself HHG, and it's totally stuck. It is. Right? We totally, I always, I don't know, lots of times I use her her real name, but but lots of times I'll be like, hey, HHG, morning HHG, how's the HHG today? I know, exactly. Which is kind of funny, right? It's like, it's like HHG, HHG, but I don't know, other than that. Not not a lot for nicknames, no. No, I think that's a, nothing overly spectacular, I don't no, think. But. No, I don't think so. Okay, <sighs> um, question for you. Mm-hmm. I've been wondering about this. I have a friend that does this. She does pottery. Debbie Dew, friend of the podcast. Really? She's a, she's a pottery girl. I love yeah, pottery. She, do you think you and I could potter? <laughs> could we potter? <laughs> I feel we could potter. I don't think we can. You don't think we could potter? No, because you know. <laughs> really? Why can't we potter? For, I don't think you, you have know, enough coordination. I'm not I thinking don't think like, I I'm thinking like, I'm not thinking like the movie Ghost type of potter. No. Okay. But I feel we like, could potter. No. I don't and, think we can. And is because that. It's like you, you got to spin the wheel with your foot. You got to keep yeah. it going. You have to keep the turnstile moving. You have to use your hands. You have to okay. mold the clay. You would be done after two minutes. I was going to say, you already lost me after 30 seconds. <laughs> I, I already am like on to like a new, I'm already on to a new sport. Right. right. But, uh, but I'm so, to a new sport. Right. So you don't think what you do, but so you really don't think we could potter. <sighs> And, and, and I feel that that's the right phrase. I don't know if it is, but, but right. People who, who, who do pottery, they potter, which means to do pottery. That's an official statement. I feel it is. That's what they call themselves. Potters. Potters. I don't think so. I don't think think they potter. I don't. Could we potter? I think we could potter. Could, could we potter? I, could we, is, there, I, is there like a potter course? Can we take potter? Can we go, I'm, can we take you pottering? Be my guest. I would potter, go to a po- potter. Let's potter. Away. Let's let's potter. Let's potter, shall we? Oh my God. 
Right. I feel we could potter. Then go for it. Like I want to build like um like a like a cup. Build. I want to build. A cup. I want to build a cup. At, I want to build a cup. Okay. That's what I want to do. So let's go find a pottery class and let's see you build a cup. And, and if it's more potter. than a day, if you have to actually do it for uh, more than a day, really? Are you are you going to follow through with all of the lessons? I'm not doing of anything. I'm not doing anything for more than a day. Okay. So you don't really want to learn how to potter. I want to learn how to potter, but I want like the, the, the quickened version of pottering. I want and to learn how to potter. What is the quickened version? I don't know. Pottering. Like, like, I don't know. Like, get your hands wet. Here's the clay. Make something. I think spin, the, it, it, spin it on that wheel and let it go. Lisa, huh. for those people who actually do pottery. No, no they got, they have tons it is of skill. A bigger deal. Than no, I get that. So I'm, I, and I don't want to compete with them. Those you just, people. You just want a rudimentary cup, right? Yeah, I just want to make a cup. I just want to make like a little cup, like just like a little cup. To, and I can be like, look what I did today. I pottered. What? A, how about you should just get some clay and just make it a lump of clay and stick something in it and go, look at what I made. Because I don't think that's officially pottering. I want to potter. I'm just saying. Oh, God. Oh, God, Samantha. Okay, here's something I've been here. <laughs> what? It was oh, just, I was curious I'm one day. Sorry. You have I, insulted so many people who make pottery. I'm like, we're going to get, people are going to at you. I can see that happening. Me? They're going to at you. Lisa, Why? there's a lot of skill that goes into pottery. Like, you're in right. for it. You're, you no. are so in for it. Which is why I'm just wondering if we could do it. You uh, well, I, I don't I wanna, think I can. I know I don't have the skill set to do that. But maybe there's like a pottering, a pottering teacher who would teach us how to potter in one day, in one hour, because that's about a span. Samantha, that's, you that's can, the span you used, of your attention listen, right now. You used to be able to go to the bar and paint a picture in one night. Well, that's different. Could I be a painter? <laughs> I don't. Right. It's the same type of thing. Oh, my God. Right? Could I be a painter then? If I can't be a potter, could I be a painter? So there's. do you want there to be a clay night? Is that what you're hoping? A pottery maybe night? I want a, maybe I want a clay night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like that. All right. Let's go find you some mud and see what we can do. Clay night at the Hudson's or something. Oh, yeah. That'll go for Right? All right, let's move. Let's move past this All indifference right, Lisa, that we seem to have, right? Samantha, did your parents ever tell no. you a white lie so they could get out of doing something with you when you were young? Of course, probably. Yeah, do you recall any of them? No, because I'm too, I recall. I don't understand people who can remember shit. I don't I remember recall. anything. I have vague memories of all bunches shit. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to out my parents on this one. So when we were kids, we used to always go to Niagara Falls, right? And when we were little, we went to Marine Land, right? And they have the park, they have the water park, they have the, or they used to, they, I don't know if they still do now. I don't think they do, but they had that. And then they had where the forestry farm type of thing is with all the deer and you can feed the deer, blah, blah, blah. Right. We loved it. So fun. The goats eating the, the ice cream cup out of your hand, all that. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Wendy McIntyre hated that shit. Went, went once in good mother fashion, went <laughs> one time and decided never again. Uh-huh. The white lie that she told us was she told us this big old rigmarole story about how far Marineland actually was from where we always stayed 
It was so far, girls. Girls, it's so far. It's going to take up most of the day to just get there. Right? Like, and is that how we want to spend our last day in Niagara Falls? Well, of course, it's not. Okay. Well, you know, sorry. It's just, it's really far. Maybe next time. Okay. Then as an adult, my parents moved to Niagara Falls, right? And I went and I was with my sister and we were driving down on the way to my mom and dad's and I saw the sign for Marine Land and I'm like, shut the fuck up. That's where Marine Land is right in the heart of Niagara Falls. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, that's good. That was the white lie. She told us another white lie when we were kids about going. We went, we, we got dragged into going to horseback riding camp. I don't even mm-hmm. like horses, right? Mm-hmm. And she made it seem like it was such an experience, such an experience and blah, blah, blah. And we would take this road and we would drive and drive and we'd have a little McDonald's breakfast. That was our special treat. Drive and drive for what seemed like hours. And it was like literally 40 minutes away from home. I'm like, you're sending us to places that are in the backyard. <laughs> so my mom was horrendous for that type of thing that's funny yeah was not that funny at the time not that funny at the time no No. i mean my parents probably you know said stuff like oh it's closed or things like that you know things that parents do uh because they don't want to do that and i don't blame them i don't blame them at all right i would be that parent Uh uh-huh well that's why we're not parents this is why we're not there. Because we already knew we were going to lie to kids. <laughs> well, and that... Right. that already going to be a bad role model, yeah. so it probably is not wise to go down that journey. No. Right. And being around a seven-year-old for a while made me realize that <laughs> I would rather have just fun than try and be the person who disciplines. Yeah, absolutely, right? <laughs> because who, I got, who got into who a got lot time of for that? Too. Yeah, right? Who got time for that sort of shit, right? <laughs> Exactly. But no, I don't remember. I don't know. Maybe my parent. I just don't remember anything. I don't know what you people with brains. I don't know. I don't get that. I I remember things. I don't. Okay. How about this? If you could be at a dinner table with any three celebrities, who would they be? Celebrities? Sure. Okay. Well, uh, Anne Murray's got to be there. Oh, my God. Always with Anne Murray. Oh, Anne Murray. And I want to visit Cher. I want Cher at my table. Cher's coming to dinner. Yeah, because Cher and Anne Murray would know each other because Anne Murray probably would have been like, hey, Cher, I also I'm the reason why you and Sunny got to go to Vegas and be on the strip. Because right? oh, okay. Anne Murray started all that sort of stuff. Yes, so I'm going to have did. so I'm going to have Cher and Murray. And you know what? Right now, it, it could change depending on any time. I'm going to pick Melissa McCarthy. Oh, she would be fun. She'd be fun, right? Uh-huh. She would. Those be are fun. my three. Those are my three. Okay. And, and and who what about you? I like Dolly Parton. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. I th- I think I would like Dolly Parton. Um do I want a singer? Do I like people enough to invite them over for dinner? Mm, maybe. But you haven't liked me and the HHG enough to invite us yes, over for Lisa, dinner. Yes, Lisa, so you keep reminding. Me. Right. I'm just saying, right? Okay. I'm just saying. Um Actually, you know what? Adele probably would be fun. I think okay, she'd have so some. Got, oh yeah, she would have some great stories. I think Adele and Dolly Parton. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then I think I would have Ina Gartner so she could cook. So she could cook, yeah, yeah, because she nice. would be good at that. Right, the barefoot Contessa. Yeah, whip it up some food. Come on. Okay, all right. Those sounds like both sounds like pretty good parties. Yeah, you know, we would just right. you know sit around, shoot the shit. Yeah, right. See how that plays out, right? Dolly Parton, maybe she'll sing. Maybe Adele will sing. You never know, right? Cher would definitely be singing at mine. For sure. And Anne Murray, they would duet. They'd sing Snowbird. 
Right? The whole bit, right? Um, Yeah, maybe Dolly Parton and Adele could do it as well. Yeah, right? The whole, it would just be wonderful, wouldn't it? Uh, Okay, so since we're kind of talking about singers, I came across this interesting article and it was about how long it took, how long it takes people to write a song. Okay. So you would assume, right, that a lot of time goes into like that craft, right? Tune, melody, lyrics. The whole bit, right? Yeah. So before I offend anybody, right, I would, I also assume that a lot of work would go into that. Uh Okay. Did you know that Sweet Child of Mine, Sweet Child of Mine Mm -hmm. by Axl Rose took five minutes? No. Five minutes. Sweet Child of Mine. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Ready for this one? Okay. Five minutes for the lyrics or five minutes for like the notes and everything? Well, I don't know about that. It just said it took him five minutes to write the song. Interesting. Yeah. Lady Gaga, Just Dance. You know, just dare to be all right. Da, da, da. That one, 10 minutes. Just dance. Yeah, 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Right? Interesting. Okay. Sia wrote Chandelier mm-hmm. in 15 minutes. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Right. All right. All right. That's pretty crazy. Hey, well, I mean, but you're really I don't know about Axl Rose. I didn't realize he wrote the song, but yeah. like, I'm not surprised that gag gaga gaggy gaga, gaga. Gigi, as she likes to be called right there. <laughs> gaga or gaga likes gaga. to. Oh, my God. I can't talk now. What, what is with you? Um, it, I'm not surprised. Those two ladies are really good, you know. Singer-songwriters? Right. Not surprised. Right. Little surprised that Axl Rose didn't know he had it in him. Had it in him. The king of had it in him. That's what he is. I didn't didn't know that he could write a song, let alone put it all together. Put it all together. Five minutes, good to go. Right? I'm sorry. Like, have you seen Axl Rose? So you're judging his talent. So I got in trouble for saying <laughs> something about potting, and you are judging the Axl Rose oh, based on sake. what He's he looks 80s like. He's an 80s heavy metal whatever, dude. Come yeah. on. You don't think it took time to write, take me down to the paradise city where the grass are green and girls are pretty. Yeah, okay. Whatever. I'm sure. I'm just saying. I'm sure people who write write songs immediately because all of a sudden it just the words they come right. they flow and then and then some i'm sure songs there's just some that time. don't yeah. yeah i agree with that too did you maybe ask elton john how long it took to write some of his songs you know i i i sent him a message he didn't get back to me i think that's really rude of him right thanks elton <laughs> right thanks. paradise because that's now officially in my head paradise <laughs> right i know right and you gotta like bang <laughs> your head <laughs> The fact that he, that dude can hit those notes is crazy, right? That's what I think. That's what I think, Samantha. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying. I just thought it was interesting. Okay. I'm just, you know, I'm not poo-pooing Alex. Don't poo-poo. I'm not poo-pooing Alex. Axel. Axel. What is wrong with me? Axel oh my God. Are you, dr- are you drunk? No, I'm not. Axel mm. Rose. But I'm just saying, I'm a little surprised. Well, that's fine. You could be surprised. Because I don't thought poo-poo. it was all like drugs and rock and roll, sex, drugs, and rock and roll during the 80s. Well, so. well maybe it just took him five minutes to get it all together. <laughs> maybe he wrote it in between. All- <laughs> maybe, right? I don't know. 
Who knows? So crazy. So crazy. Right? Oh, what the hell? I know. <laughs> okay. Lisa. Samantha. Very serious question. Okay. I'm ready. What if you checked your bank account and you found you had mistakenly been paid 300 times your normal salary? What would you do? Call my boss and tell her. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. So do you know this story stems from somebody who took the money and ran? <gasps> Shut. Yes. What? When did that yeah. happen? It happened recently. I don't remember whereabouts. I don't know if it was in America or America. Uh, or whereabouts it was. But somebody, this is, it's a true story. What? And they, they took the money and ran. <laughs> and it's like... Boy, that's a lot of bad decisions in a quick, quick, short amount of time. That is a lot of bad decisions. Bad decision number one, right? You're probably losing your job. Bad decision number two, you're probably going to get charged with something. Bad decision number three, you're going to have to pay it back. But they ran away. So how far do you think they ran away? Well, at some point, I bet you it's all traceable, right? Like that person's probably using their credit cards, probably like, woohoo. Or did they just maybe take all the money out of the bank and now it's just cash, cash, cash? I don't know. Right. What would you do? Would you keep it? No, I would. I would say something to somebody. You'd have to. You'd have to, right? Because it just seems odd. It just seems odd that that happens. But technically, okay, but just think about this though. Technically, it did go into this person's bank. It did. So technically, that money is actually theirs because it's a paycheck. Somebody said it's their paycheck. Right? Right. So is it stealing their money when it's actually your money if it's a paycheck? And it's automatically deposited? There'd be a part of me that would be like, I don't know. I just thought that it was a gift. (laughs) I just thought you thought I was excellent and gave me extra money. (laughs) I already spent it. Right? I already spent it. That's what I do on payday. I spend what's in my bank account. Oh, my God. Right? But I, I mean, like, I bet you that's what that person thought. What are they going to do to me? It's yeah. my money. It's you in gave, my you bank gave account. It, you gave it to me. Mm-hmm. Right? You gave it to me. You gave Thanks it for the to money. me. You Thank you. You gave it to me. <laughs> and now and now I'm in trouble. Now I'm the shithead? What? Right. How did that happen? How did I become I just, the shit at? I, I didn't I just, steal it. You gave no, it to me. I just took it and went on vacation. I don't right? know what you're I just woke about. up fri- I just woke up Friday morning like the next guy and looked, checked my bank balance and thought, huh, okay. And I withdrew it. Right? Right? You gave me you gave me the money. So it's kind of a little bit of a double edged sword, right? A little bit. Like, yeah, you know that it's not yours, but you know what? It kind of is yours, actually. It is kind of theirs. So right? I don't know. I would think that get... the person who I would think that the person who made that mistake should be in a little bit of hot water too. Why are you giving him that much money? Oh, for sure they would probably be in a right? lot of hot water. Like you would think that there'd be some trouble. You added a zero. <laughs> yeah, you added two zeros <laughs> to to right? He makes he makes twenty dollars an hour, not two thousand dollars an hour. Right? I don't know. I would think somebody would be in trouble. I think so, too. Yeah. Right. I think so. Okay, Lisa. Yeah. What's the worst salad you've ever had? 
The worst salad? I don't think worst. I've ever. The worst oh. did it. Well, I don't like that one with the feta. I hate that one. There's a lot. Can you narrow that down, please? Well, it's pretty much <laughs> that one. I'll narrow it down to the one with the feta. Okay. Well, there's feta in a lot. So just narrow. Like, is it Greek salad? I don't like is that it, one. Is it, like, a t- is it a watermelon feta salad? No, I don't like the one with the olives and the and the feta. That's the Greek salad. I don't like the Greek salad. That's my okay. worst. That's Why, your worst. That's my worst. What's your, your worst? worst it? it has quinoa in it. Your worst and it has was a, quinoa? Yeah. It was a salad that I made and I thought it was good because I thought I liked quinoa and then I decided I didn't because it tasted gross. Why would you think you liked quinoa? I don't know. What is quinoa? Oh, it's a grain, I think, or something. I don't you know. You just thought <laughs> I just randomly like a grain? No, I just it kind of, I thought maybe it would kind of be like rice in a way, you, like a brown rice. To, were you trying to poop or something? No. Oh. Why would you say that? Because I'm trying to figure out what this grain is, why you needed to add this grain to your diet. lots of people eat quinoa because apparently it's good for you and it's low in calories and all that other weird shit. Oh, okay. Okay. But I tasted it because I thought, oh, it'll be nice. It has cucumbers and and tomatoes and feta and a nice sauce and dressing or whatever. And then I ate it and I hated it because I hate, I decided I hated quinoa because quinoa tastes like dirt. I don't like quinoa. I don't know what it is, but I don't like it. All right. I could tell you it tastes like dirt. I don't want to eat anything that tastes like dirt. It tastes like dirt. Unless I'm two years old and I'm eating dirt. Yes. And no. (laughs) And even then I'm sure we didn't like dirt. No, I'm pretty sure. I think eating dirt came with a lot of crying. With crying? Crying. I'm sure when you were a kid, you ate dirt and then you cried because it was horrible. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. Two thumbs down on those two salads. Yes. I don't know. I like salad. I just... hmm. I'm more driven by the dressing of the salad. Yes, of course you are. Right. I'm not really picky by by what the lettuce type, what what type of lettuce it is and that sort of stuff. I don't care. You don't care what's in it, just what dressing you have. Yeah, I don't, but I don't, I'm not a fan of kale. I feel well, that kale, I feel that kale should be growing in the ocean. Kale is not growing in the ocean. That's, that's seaweed. That's, I feel it's the same family. That's seaweed. I feel, I feel that kale is part of like the Great Barrier Reef. It is and not. and it looks like it is, it looks like it is, and that's enough for me. It's an oh ugly food. Oh my God, the Great kale Barrier is ugly. Reef. Really? Kale is an ugly food and does not come into my existence. Okay. All right. I don't eat ugly food. Thanks for sharing. You're welcome. You're okay. welcome. <laughs> so what I'm going to share with you right now, guys, is where you can find us on our social media. Uh, we have Facebook. So it's I Shake My Head with Lisa and Sam. If you haven't joined the group, join the group. We're fun. Fun, fun, fun. We have Instagram and it's I shake my head. Pretty easy. Twitter is little I underscore shake my head. TikTok, same thing. Little I underscore shake my head. Uh, We post daily on pretty much all of our content, except for maybe TikTok, but unless Lisa's on a bit of a roll. But not daily. That's too much, too much, too much. Too much, too much, too much, too much. Um, If you like what you hear, you can go to Patreon, which is patreon.com slash I shake my head for as little as $2 a month. You get uh, the episode early, an extra episode a month, and you get no ads. And the extra episode a month, it is coming. Yes, it is. We're um, sorry. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Just a reminder that you can get some I Shake My Head swag at Threadless, which is ishakemyhead.threadless.com. And uh, Lisa, I have a suggestion. 
What's your suggestion? How about your morning mantra on some of our stuff? Well, we can do that. I can get that on our stuff. Who's a pretty girl? Who's a pretty girl? I'm a pretty girl. (laughs) Who's a pretty girl? I'm a pretty girl. So why don't we put that on some of our our swag? Let's do that. We'll see what we can do. We'll see if the people want to be pretty girls. Who's a pretty girl? I'm a pretty girl. There you go. Hi, friends of the podcast. We have a special guest today. We have Caitlin Green. She is on air at Chum 104.5 with The Morning Show. And she is the official sidekick of the Jan Arden podcast. Hey, Caitlin, thanks for coming in and hanging out with us today. Thank Thank you you so much. This is great. I'm very excited to talk to you guys in person. So cool. So cool. (laughs) Kind of, yeah. I have a question for you before we, I'm already breaking what we were going to even talk. Uh, Your chum (laughs) 104.5. It's funny. A million years ago, I had a friend, uh, Janie Oliver, and she was a, she did something with chum. Um, You know how you always have to have that question. Hey, you don't, do you know her? I don't. I don't. I feel like the history of Chum is so long. Yeah, um, it would have been uh, like probably would have been like 25 years ago now. Yeah. So even though I've been with the morning show for such a long time, like I've been there for 12 years almost, which right. is a crazy oh. thing to even say aloud. Um, a morning show people live in our own weird bubble of ours. And so we rarely cross paths with a lot of other people. Right. And also Chum has been around in Toronto for so long. So long. That like so many times people hear chum, they're like, oh, my God, this. And I'm like, I don't know that part of it. <laughs> That's so funny. I grew up I grew up in uh, outside of Toronto. So I'm I'm well, well versed on the chum FM. Uh, it was always a little bit better than the chum AM right growing up because, you know, nobody wants to admit that they like chum. AM, that nobody, nobody wanted to admit that they liked AM when you were growing up. Right. So <laughs> yeah, it was always I mean, like FM was like was the way to go. And it was always chum was the cool one. Yeah. That's awesome. It was it, the, the te- I think 1050 now. Yeah, it's TSN 1050 now. And yeah. that's when I realized, too, that there's such a long history of radio. And most of my radio history lessons came from working with Marilyn and Roger. Um, okay. And because I didn't even go to school for radio. So some people obviously went to school for broadcasting and, and that's kind of their background. And I didn't. And I just stumbled into this job and then didn't leave. That's <laughs> so, amazing. Yeah. So I feel bad too. Like sometimes students will talk to me, you know, they, they'll reach out and say like, Oh, what, what advice do you have? And like, what program did you take? And they all hear the same thing, like go start in a smaller market and then work your way up to, you know, major market radio. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I just started with Roger and Marilyn, <laughs> which is not normal at all. Yeah. You are, started at the top, right? Yeah. Yeah. Did you do? Are you still with Marilyn? It's Marilyn and Jamar now, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yep. You're yeah. still with so, them? Still with them. So like my feature, I would say I'm like the un, untitled third of the show pretty well. So I'm on wow. most breaks. But then my segment is like called What's Trending with Caitlin Green. And so that mm-hmm. happens every hour during our show. And it's like a mix of every trending topic. So it can be news, entertainment, lifestyle, like TikTok challenges. Just it's a catch all <laughs> kind of just oh, it's a way for us to talk about what's really happening on the Internet. That's cool. That's really yeah. cool. That's cool. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I right. follow Meredith Shaw and I didn't realize that she did radio until I started following her on Instagram. And I'm like, is everybody in Toronto on the radio? Like what's going on? 
Yeah, Meredith and I are actually great friends. So Meredith is our afternoon drive host. And she's she started like with uh, like at Bell Media. She started in radio. But of okay. course, she's this like fantastic curvy model. And then <laughs> that kind of turned into a bunch of other amazing projects. And now you'll see her doing fashion segments for Marilyn. And she guest co-hosts on the social. And when Marilyn goes on vacation on Chum, then Meredith comes into the morning show. And then like that's how her and I spent more and more time together. And she's oh, the best. Okay. That's yeah. cool. That I think that's so awesome. Okay, so I bet you've had a ton of fantastic guests on your show. What are some of the standout ones for you? Who's who stands out the most? I uh, for with Jan, I would say definitely Rick Mercer's up there. Oh. Yeah, funny guy. I love so him. <laughs> yeah, Rick Mercer's so great, and he's. I'm a comedy nerd, so I just was very excited to yeah. hear him talk about anything mm -hmm. and they're never like guests are never quite what you expect and then with him he was I was like oh you're just hilarious and affable and like charming and very Canadian so he was a real treat Sarah McLaughlin was much the same way so when she was okay. on the podcast with us again I'm waiting to see like maybe she'll be really different than I anticipate no she was like talking about how she was gonna go like swimming in the stream later and like, <laughs> yeah, I was like I was like this is exactly what I want Sarah McLaughlin to be doing yeah exactly um, right so she was oh great she was super sweet and like across the board I will say and like again like even on chum um we have huge guests come in yeah. and and the bigger the guest typically like the nicer they are that's so that's amazing right that's cool yeah, yeah. smaller guests like I honestly can't even remember their names like these would be people who are on like home renovation shows and like right. love it or dump it or burn it or whatever they're called <laughs> and they're terrible they're like send a car for me and like wow go get me. they're all that and i'm like you're on canadian radio we're yeah. not doing that <laughs> right <laughs> Yeah, isn't that isn't that so funny? And that's funny how you say that because that's exactly as Canadian what we think, right? Like, come on, guys, right? Yeah, even like, the biggest Canadian star, we're still like, come on, we're just Canadians, right? A hundred percent. Yeah. So I think they get sometimes, you know, a little carried away. I'm trying to remember who else has been. Michael Sarah was a standout guest for Chum. He was fabulous. He was surprising. He was a rare celebrity who showed up with no one with him. I mean, wow. not a single handler. He showed wow. up by himself to our security wearing a bright orange construction toque. And when I offered that, you know, our, our intern or someone would go get him coffee, he was very, no, don't bother. And I said, okay, well, I'm just going to go grab you one because it's so early. And also in my mind, I'm thinking like, we need to caffeinate all of our guests before they right. come on the right. show. Definitely. And he like followed me to the office coffee maker and like was like wanted to see how it worked. And uh, I was like, this That's is the cool. world's most disgusting coffee maker ever. You're <laughs> literally getting like caffeinated slime. And he was totally fine with it. He was lovely. <laughs> they're all lovely. Shania Twain, lovely. Like they're all awesome. just great. Right, huh. You guys, you guys had uh, Anne Murray, who's like my, my very, very most favorite person in the whole world on the podcast yeah. too. Right. Yes. And right. doesn't do a lot of interviews, you know, no, very, right. no, uh, oddly enough, she has person. never, ever, ever replied to one of my tweets as far as coming <laughs> on the show. 
Yeah, Unlike yourself, thank you. Right? She's probably not going to. <laughs> I feel like she's not going to. When, no. when was it? Uh, was it last year for my birthday? Sam Sam bought me this thing, and Anne Marie was doing like a question and answer from her from her place in Spring Hill, and and you you phoned, and there was like a hundred of us, right? You you called in, and everybody was allowed to ask a question, and Anne would or they would randomly pick a question, and my question got picked, and my my question was, of course, you know, are you interested in doing a podcast? And her reply was, I am so retired. I'm interested in doing nothing I'm like <laughs> yeah fair enough right yeah right? I, had, I had to throw it out there I had to ask you have to shoot your shot got she's, you right she's great she was really really um giving with her time and like yeah. warm and her it's her connection with Jan right that's the other thing too I get asked a lot from other people who work on podcasts oh well how do you get guests and stuff and some of the guests don't they're not as familiar with Jan as others um, and they are more interested in just promoting something or telling their story. But I'm like, it's Jan Arden. <laughs> like everyone wants to talk to her. Yeah, we were so, really fortunate enough. Jan came on to our podcast um, probably probably two and a half or three years ago. Now it was just right at the height of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And of course, she was like one of the ones that, you know, good old me had been like accosting over the years. And finally, it's like I think we, we caught her and it's like, come on, the pandemic's on. I know you're not going anywhere. You must have a few minutes. And it literally was she was like, you win, you win. You <laughs> down, you win. Well, she also yeah. is a rare celebrity where if you're nice, like she interacts with people and yeah. you can see it on her socials and on her Twitter. And mm-hmm. she does really get a lot from engaging with people. She's like one yeah. of those personality types that kind of almost definitely recharges at home but like you know takes a lot from connecting with others right. and that was something nice that I thought was it's very classy and and I think Rick Mercer told a story on his recent podcast visit with us about going and visiting someone in the hospital because a fan had approached him and said you know I think it was a family member who was a really big fan and he wound up going and yeah. I think he'd done that a few times since. Yeah. And those are, that's emotional, you know, it's like yeah. depleting, but oh, he really yeah. mm-hmm. made an effort to go do it. And um, I think that's a great quality. And when I yeah. think about the people who are like, you know, like Michael Sarah, Shania Twain, Anne-Marie, it's a very Canadian thing. Even like Ryan yeah. Reynolds, he like actually reposts and retweets things. Yeah. So I always think that's a kind of a nice attitude yeah. to have if you work in media in Canada. Yeah, it's amazing that they do it, right? Mm -hmm. I was just listening to the last podcast that you were on with Jan, Mm -hmm. and she was saying um, that it was she had a scary experience coming home from her uh, her last show, Mm -hmm. and someone someone was following her or something like that. Yeah, and probably just a harmless nice fan, but still, yeah, yeah. Like there are like so that's why you I think maybe you know as an as a as an artist as somebody who's famous it's mm. kind of hard to balance right like yeah. the two like yeah, how much do you give scary. how much do you not like yeah. so that and people s- don't feel like you know oh she doesn't talk to anybody or he doesn't yeah. do that and it's like this and it's like a combination of you want to be giving and appreciative towards your fans but then there are obviously going to be the rare cases where they feel entitled to your personal space or time exactly. yeah and I think social media has changed access a lot. Whereas mm-hmm. before you had to write a letter. And yeah, like right. <laughs> writing it to the radio station and hoping that it gets yeah. delivered. And now you can just message someone. And then there was this horrible, the horrible feature of now it tells people when you've, when you've seen it, which I hate. Oh, yeah. I wish that, yeah, right. <laughs> just let me ignore people in a polite way. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And then, and then if, at least if you can ignore people politely, yeah. then it's kind of, you know, what everybody wins. Cause it's like, I'm sure that they've seen it. 
Yeah. She was just too busy to get back to me. I get that. Yeah. And, and which is fair. But then the scene it is there and you're like, damn it. Now I have to say something and it's still yeah. going to probably be no. So I think that the access thing has changed and it's also changed again, people's sense of entitlement to um, a public figure. And yeah. even if you're fame adjacent, which like I'm obviously I work with, with Marilyn and I worked with Roger and, and yeah, now you're Jan. definitely right. Yeah. Yeah. So you're around it, but it's not really you, but you're around it enough that you see it and you see that some people are great and they're classy. And it's just, it's just the way humans are and yeah. they get it and they don't overstep. And then some people either because they're so excited or they're just weird and they really overstep. And uh, I don't think they know how they're acting. And I've seen that happen too. And you're like, mm, that's not the best look. Yeah. Right? It's, not <laughs> it's, not the, yeah. it's not how you want to present. You know how you want to present, Sam? Remember years ago, it's funny, Caitlin, I'll share this quick story with you. Uh, Oprah came to Saskatoon. Remember, she was doing all her tours. Oh, yes. Oprah came to that. Saskatoon. And we, of course, right, wanted to see, we found out where Oprah was staying and the whole bit. And, and the best thing about it was that, um, nobody cared that oprah came to saskatoon except really except Lisa <laughs> nobody cared there was literally me and sam nobody cared. and like her bodyguard came out and he was like everybody back up back up and sam and i were like hey, hi it's just we're us. looking at each other like there's four other people here and even oprah says to the guy i think it's okay <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like that's so saskatchewan right is that it was cold out nobody yeah. was braving the weather it's no like, and then you hear that she's in other parts of canada and she's being swarmed and we're just like hey oh my God. Hey, right. Have a good show, Oprah. She's like, thanks. <laughs> Toronto was wild. Yeah. I mean, it was an event. It was a crazy event, so crazy. which is what you would expect for Oprah Winfrey. Oprah. Yeah. Um, but I do think that's the other element too with the Canadian stuff where you you can't get too big for your britches in Canada. It's just <laughs> yeah. not possible because right. eventually you're gonna hit a whole chunk of people who are like, I really don't care about you. And you're exactly. like, Yep, that's that I, is also very fair and accurate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that is so. Funny. Uh, you know, yeah. oddly enough, Lisa and I have never had that problem getting recognized no, or you yeah, know, yeah, we're crazy not, fans or we anything don't like that. Crazy fans or anything like that. <laughs> I, 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 I'm not saying I do. I do not. I get recognized by my voice sometimes, like pretty rarely. And I think because I'm not at the moment like a face of a show, like I'm not on billboards. I think right. still that doesn't really happen. The only time, like people will be like, "Oh my god, it's Caitlin!" Like if I'm with meredith or if i'm with marilyn or right. if i'm with jamar yeah. um or if i'm with jan but then mostly it's the voice and yeah. i think that's also because i'm i haven't maybe to my own detriment professionally i haven't been a shameless self-promoter on social yet right which i might yeah. have to come to terms with doing in the next few years but yeah <laughs> so people don't recognize you as much yeah. um because mm -hmm. i think radio is that great medium of like you don't have to you're not seen all the time yeah. But you right. have like a great, you have a great voice. Like your voice is very like really good for, for what you do. Yeah. Thank you. It's yeah. funny. Cause I was told to go to voice lessons by our PD really? when I first started back. I think my voice sounded different and arguably worse. And he was definitely correct in telling me to go to voice <laughs> classes. Um, so, but yeah, it's just funny. I never liked it. And I always thought it was monotone. And I was like the, I was the standout alto girl in the choir growing up and <laughs> I didn't like it at all. And now I'm like, okay, I guess it secretly has worked <laughs> there. So now you got that's That's like, put it out in your back pocket. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's too funny. I would listen to you if you were on audio tape. Oh, thank you. I there should. You, I would, you should do audiobooks. I would totally listen to you. <laughs> well, the other thing that's funny is I haven't also pushed myself much like I haven't pushed myself on social into voice work. 
And oh, I've had yeah. a few friends who work obviously in voice work say, why don't you get a voice agent? And I'm like, I don't even know where to begin. And then I just get lazy and watch Real Housewives. And I don't do it. <laughs> but so, you're on holidays. That's different. That's right. I am on right? holidays. So I have a reason. But right? I think it's also the morning show hours are so tiring. Like when you're up at 430, it's hard to find brain space to do other things. But yeah. I should do it. It's great. And it's one of those situations where I'm like, every time I see an actor or an actress and we had... Will Arnett in the on the Chum Morning Show, and he was on to promote the Lego movie. And that is someone where when he talks, you, that voice, you just right. are like, this is a God-given gift. Like, this yeah. is yeah. crazy that you <laughs> sound like voice. this. <laughs> and he was making really good money before he even got into acting, just doing voice work, as you can yeah. imagine. And I would anticipate he still does. But he was talking about being in the Lego movie. And I just thought, this is, that's the, that's the best gig you could ever yeah, get. It would hey. be a very successful animated voice person because mm -hmm. no one has to see you you make a ton of money right and you can do it for a long time because there isn't the ageism that's associated with being yeah, seen on true. tv or in movies so these great voice actors like i think of like sam elliott you're like that guy can yeah. do this until the wheels fall off yep, because yep. no one's doesn't matter that no one and i even think of like <laughs> no rock like Roger Ashby, like when he was on our morning show for so many years, this just worked for him because he had that perfect voice that and he voice. was so comforting and interesting to listen to. And you're not being judged like you are on TV or on, on yeah. camera, really. Yeah, that's that's really that's true. I saw yesterday they showed a clip and it was uh, the Rock and Kevin Hart and there must be doing a new a new cartoon of some sort. And and it looked like so much fun. Like it looks like those voice actors have so much fun with what they do. Yeah, it's great. And yeah. it just seems like such a cushy job. If you've ever been in a recording studio, like I have a few times where they do voice work and it's just, it's all the, your best snacks that you want. Nice. Everyone's <laughs> there waiting for you. It's like very, the temperature in the studio is perfect. It's very, very cushy. That's awesome. That'd be yeah. so fun. That would be yeah. so fun. Yeah. That would be awesome. Um, have there ever been any memorable moments in your career? Like that really stick out? Like, achievements or you know just you know when you landed something and I would I mean it's a it's like a all the stuff with chum is like all a big mix together where it's like getting your own segment with your name on it like huge deal getting the job in the first place great being more and more on air like that's but everything has been really like I guess gradual I would say it's never been you know, this like stamp of like, now this has happened and now this has happened. It's like, it's a composite. So it's hard to say, but I mean, just being on the air with Roger and Marilyn is, it was huge. And then all of a sudden finding yourself doing it every day was a really yeah, big deal. Sure. Um, and then when I started working with Jan was very exciting. And then when I started working with Jan in an on-air capacity, also very cool. Yeah. So I think that it's all these like little steps that kind of like equals a big build. But yeah, I mean, getting the job at Chum completely changed the trajectory of my yeah. professional life because previous to this, I thought I wanted to make documentaries. So oh, really? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. So well, that is, you, that's what I went to school to, for. Yeah. You went to Sheridan College, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I thought I was going to make these like hard hitting documentaries. And <laughs> then I realized that there's no money there in Canada. Right. Not that that should matter. Like, that's not why obviously people but you who are really pay passionate. The bills. Let's be honest. You got to pay the bills. I mean, I, I like to travel. I like certain things. And I just felt like it was, it was hitting a wall and an idea, truthfully, an idea that I had and a story that I had been working on, like a, a focal point uh, was 
completely derailed by the subject, no longer participating at kind of the 11th hour. And it just really bummed me out because I had, it was just a great true crime angle before true crime was even as big as it is now. And I knew I was like, this is really going to kill it. But ultimately it's their story to tell. So they just decided not to do it. But I was very put off by that. And radio was the one area of media that I hadn't really worked in yet. And so I just thought I'd give it a shot and a mat leave opened up and I wound up just sticking around because the mat leave didn't return. And then it turned into an on-air job. And now I'm like, how did I ever do anything else? Right. Right. (laughs) And and podcasting, I would imagine would just be a natural fit for all of that too. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Podcasting was, and it's also, it depends on who you're working with. I would love to do a bunch of other podcasts as well. I just haven't figured out how to build that out quite yet. Um, it's still such a, it's so, it's such a busy space, you know, there's so many, um, so you really have to figure out like where you're going to go with it. And I'm a, if you're going to do true crime, boy, you're going to have to (laughs) put yourself out there on the social media. Well, and you have to, you have to have a really big story that people want to know more Mm -hmm. about week after week. Um, so yeah. And I, I think a lot of the podcasts that are really successful are, you know, like what you guys do and what we do with Jan, like it's, it's just serial. It happens every single week and you give people something to tune into every week and then they're going to, they're just eventually going to come back. And um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm interested in more of of that style, I think ultimately now, but yeah, I, I would, podcasting was just, it was such a good fit after, after doing radio. And the thing with morning radio is you really only have like three to four, Five minutes to talk about something which I can definitely do but a longer form conversation right now I think especially is kind of what people want yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and I think too and I think to your point and like with the Jan podcast too is I think that people want just some light light lightheartedness in the world right Mm -hmm. and that's that's the thing with us too right I mean we're not we are not inventing the wheel we're not teaching you anything we're just too two ridiculous people that just have some fun and like to laugh at, at, at the mundane things in the, in we're in the world. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know? That's the positive feedback we have been getting. It's the ability to talk about topics that people are talking about, <laughs> but you don't, live there you know you right. should be able to touch on it and yep. let people know like i have mm-hmm. a head on my shoulders i care yeah. about things yeah. i'm empathetic and i know what's going on with the world but i don't necessarily like my personality type is not really very finger waggy right. at least not to your average right. listener right. <laughs> right exactly right? i definitely have a firm finger pointed at people who make actual decisions and <laughs> leadership but yeah. i don't like that element of of um no. of social media or of media in general so yeah it's more fun for us and we just like talk about stuff and you find people yeah, who you you want people to you want people to know that you care about the world right it was like with all the stuff going on lately it's like us right like of course we're going to touch on roe versus wade but but we just can't we can't stay there for long because that's not that's not our podcast right yeah and also but too, we don't want you, the world to think that we don't care because of course we care yeah you want to you you sometimes now it's like if you don't say anything at all then um then it, it does cause people to raise an eyebrow yeah. so you want them to know like i do pay attention to this and i care about important issues that affect humanity uh, yeah. but at the same time i'm not the expert exactly. and everyone mm-hmm. some people fall into this category of like they're like oh i'm really gonna gonna be the expert on everything and you're like oh, no, we not, certainly you know. don't hey sam <laughs> no <Nope>, we don't <laughs> i guarantee that yeah we guarantee my husband he listens and he'll say to me sometimes he'll be like you need to fact check sometimes i'm like actually <laughs> we don't because we don't claim to teach people anything so, so yeah, i'm not fact checking nope that's we're this- good 
that's the disclaimer in the show. Right. We teach you nothing. Don't expect us to be right. We right. don't. Yeah. And then people constantly tell us like, that's not what a turtle does or right. that's not, you know, and it's like, thank you for, thank you for sharing. Yeah. Thank yeah. You for sharing. <laughs> and that was another funny thing that when I started doing the trending segment on chum, I was reporting on kind of like what was happening, yeah. but I was being like inundated with people being like you're reporting this or that i was like oh but i'm not a reporter i <laughs> that's right I, I don't like being wrong as a part of my personality like in terms of i don't like getting something wrong i i, mm -hmm. I shouldn't say that i'm all good to be wrong myself personally but i so i do a lot of research and i do try to read a lot and i do read a lot i'm naturally interested in current events and what's happening with the world but i did find that to be a funny little thing that people pushed just the second you have a microphone, everyone's like, actually, I'm like, no, but wait, yeah, not everybody exactly. who has a microphone is saying that they have all the answers because that no. would be a really dangerous precedent to set. Would so be right. Yeah. And like so with, with our podcast, too, we have to you have to be really careful, too, when you're talking about certain topics to say, like, you know, this is just what we've read. This is yeah. just what other experts who are the actual experts are saying. Yeah. Um, and if you have an issue with that piece of information, then you're yeah. going to unfortunately have to take it up with, you know, Dr. Fauci. <laughs> exactly. We, yeah, we had somebody who we had somebody on our, on our, who was, who was a listener to our podcast, who, who went to great lengths to let me know during the pandemic that she was not going to listen anymore because she was tired of hearing me talk about how I needed to get a haircut and couldn't because of the pandemic. And I'm like, Hey, well, guess what? That's what's important in my life right now. Other than dying from the pandemic, it's the fact that a short hair, a short hair haircut girl can't get a haircut. So that would have been annoying, genuinely. It was and also, so, it was like the worst. And every week, right? And and I'm and then it just becomes a fun. Like to me, I'm like, okay, another week without a without a haircut. Still, blah blah blah. And this girl was like, I can't handle this anymore. It's like, okay. You're like it's also kind of a bit like i hope you don't think that this is actually right what right I'm like yeah, like, like i'm really not about. losing sleep over not getting a haircut it, it's like it's like <laughs> sam and i did this last summer we did this thing about crocs right like the shoe and yeah. and boy people were like up in arms like you need to don't judge them before you wear them oh, i'm gonna judge them anyways guys <laughs> right? Right? Like, again this is a bit it's entertainment it's bit. So that right? part of it i don't like because you're like what a boring world slash piece of content yeah. we'd all be putting out if we were like I've decided that Crocs are fine if you like them and also fine if you don't. That's the most boring <laughs> sentence. Right, you could ever exactly. Come up with. Right. Then it's like, come on. Sometimes yeah, you always find there's some people and they're just, they're just like, mm, they're not getting it. Like, yeah. And like, I just think people don't understand that sometimes having a take, even if you don't really care about it, is yeah. part of your job because yeah. you're creating interest and creating a conversation. And especially if you're on a multi person show, yeah. if you just all agreed or if you all just played it safe and didn't say anything yeah you'd have no ratings nobody it would listen be, it wouldn't to be you. very good it wouldn't be very interesting to listen to that's for sure no so no that, that's another funny thing that does come up sometimes where people really get like pick a pointless thing like you cutting your hair and crocs and everyone's yeah. like i don't oh, i don't like this and you're like that's not for you go away right exactly because right? <laughs> yeah, you don't have to listen right but chances are we're just poking some fun at it yeah, you're like, okay, let me just rush to give you your refund. Oh, wait. Yeah, like if, if you happen to be the person who's listening who loves Crocs, I'm really not trying to rock your world and insult you. Yeah. Just, we're just having some fun with a topic. Totally. <laughs> Too funny. Oh, okay. So we have 
Uh, are you up for a silly game, Caitlin? Mm-hmm. Are you up? Okay. We have a silly game we play with all of our guests. I have no idea why we started this. So <laughs> this know. is what we're doing. Um, it's called This or That. Okay. Great. Okay. All right. It's really quick. Yep. All right. So bad haircut or bad dye job? Oh, haircut for sure. <gasps> really? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Dye jobs live forever in the DNA of your hair. <laughs> <laughs> they take so long oh my god the dye jobs that i've had happen i can't like i yeah my hair will grow faster than it will outrun the dye so so, yeah. so you so you would take a bad haircut haircut yeah. yeah and i've had them and they've been like not great but the bad dye jobs i've had it's so expensive it's so many hours it wrecks the texture of your hair i just am like no forget it the pain is too much oh Oh, yeah. that's just a question. I, I can't do either, actually, to be honest, right? I, I, I can't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't cope well with either of them. No, no. I, I have never coped well with either of them either. No, so. right? <laughs> um, okay. Phone in the bathroom or no phone in the bathroom? Ooh, tough one. Mostly no phone. I would say as a general rule, like a, it just feels but Weird. also too i will say that i am a self-admitted bathroom ninja so i'm like it's a 30 second <laughs> in and out visit so yeah not a problem that comes up for me super often right, <laughs> people, I, think, ninja. I think some okay. people are like 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 big like going to the bathroom and take their phones and i'm like eh. i think you should be more people should be like the bathroom ninja well and i also think a lot of my friends who have like kids that's their alone time and oh, so, yeah. oh okay so then i guess that's see i see i don't have kids and neither does sam so that's a different way to look at it right i never thought about that yeah okay. so they go in there and they're like this is my time where right. you can yell at me through the door but i'm not coming out and so right. then they bring like i know people who will bring an ipad in there and i, I wow. just feel you know that you do you if you need that yeah, time, right. yeah you do you yeah. <laughs> works. oh my god okay funny story or one-liner uh funny story i think because the majority of one-liners i feel like someone prefaces as being entertaining to me are hit and miss yeah yeah Yeah. you get a little more room to breathe with the with a funny story yeah and i think sometimes with the one-liner sometimes it's 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 sometimes like a back like one of those like like backhanded slaps right yeah I, I think i think of i i have faked a laugh at more one-liners than i have stories yeah yeah (laughs) i agree okay um cooking or being cooked for oh uh definitely being cooked for i used to be cooking and then during the pandemic we discovered that my husband is a much better cook than i am and yeah and he likes it more and is just better at it and now i'm like yes this is an incredible discovery were you a good cook at one time I thought I was. And then he made food that I was making and I was like, wait, I stunk. <laughs> Interesting. So, so I'm not a good cook. I, I love cooking. I like to, I don't like to know. I can't even say, I don't like to cook in my mind. I think I'm a good cook, but I know <laughs> yeah. that my, I, I know totally my cooking tastes just like necessity only. Yeah. It's only because you got to eat it and it's always overdone. I'll never kill you with my cooking. Like you're never going to get food poisoning because it's never going to, it'll always be overcooked, but I want to be a good cook so bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I love Ina Garten and I revere yeah, cooking and right? I love eating and I love, tr- I love basing an entire trip around food. Yeah. Um, but just from the second that my husband picked up a knife, it was like all of his carrots oh, okay. and onions and celery were <laughs> uniformly chopped wow. and mine looked like stevie wonder cut them and i was like this is not 
how is this happening to me? You're wow. showing me up. Oh, so and he didn't even know he had the skill. No, he's just patient. Oh. And like, he's just, oh, like, yeah, okay. he's just a patient person. And that's, I think that pays off in the kitchen. Makes okay. Sense. I got a question though. Can't, did yeah. he do the sourdough thing over the pandemic years? No, he did not. Did he he's not interested in baking. He, oh, he doesn't, he doesn't have a lot of time okay. for baking. So okay. I now bake, like I'll be the, the baker and, and it's, it works because I have the world's biggest carb tooth. Like if you have a sweet tooth, I'm a carb person. Okay. And so he does cooking and then I'll do baking. Oh, okay. Cool. All right. Yeah. So that works then. That works. Yeah. All right. This is, might be a hard one. Reality shows or documentaries? <gasps> oh, no. I know. Now that we've learned more about you. <laughs> it used to be documentaries and now I'm not even, I can't pretend. I want to say documentaries and be like, oh, I'm all smart. And I, it's, it's reality. Like it's a reality TV show for me. It used to be definitely documentaries. I would go to hot docs. I would watch every single nominated documentary yeah. and um yeah now i still watch them but i think reality tv show poisoned my brain and i am just admitted <laughs> huge fanatic of it so it, it is reality i don't watch the housewives but i watch the below deck series have you watched those so i don't watch either of those so that everyone knows below right? deck was my introduction drug i would say like I, I had like watched other reality shows but i was never like into them and then okay. my husband and i got into below deck and for anyone listening who has a husband and they're kind of poo-pooing your reality addiction i would say that below deck is the gateway drug for husbands into reality <laughs> tv right. and then he wound up getting into real housewives of new york and now i watch all the housewives and we watch summer house it's a real problem oh you watch <laughs> summer house too mm -hmm. <laughs> i love that yeah, I'm not a Kardashian person. I, I, they're not like I don't. I find them too scripted. But yeah, no, those three, all the below decks, all the housewives, and Summer House. Wow. Okay. All good. right. There's this weird new reality show on Netflix that I started watching, and I'm like, I can't. But it's about, um, is it they? Do they call them sunflowers? It's it's about kids who are like adults now, but live at home and are totally like. I don't do anything and I don't have to do anything. And their parents send them to this like wilderness thing <laughs> and you watch them fail epically. Well, that's kind of funny. It sounds good. actually. Yeah. I just discovered it on Netflix, just in case you wanted to add another thing to your profile. <laughs> it's funny. The, like the dating shows, I never really got that into. I enjoyed one season and one season only of love Island in the UK. And then after that, I couldn't deal with it. Um, so I haven't gotten into a lot of actual other reality TV shows. I'm a real Bravo only person. Okay. I'm not opposed to the other ones. They just haven't hit me the same way i guess right. like when love yeah. is blind came out and also too like because i worked in television production beforehand the production value on some of these shows is right. terrible you know, you, you know the difference mm -hmm. i was like i can't this lighting like i need bravo level production or i don't <laughs> want it <laughs> okay um messy desk or clean desk clean everything always very very you. very clean if i flipped this camera around and you saw <laughs> my place you would wonder if someone lives here because wow. oh <laughs> yeah it's very very clean i need it i can't exist with a messy space i've been like this since i was a child <laughs> good for you in my home i'm very neat my office which is behind me i have i have stock from my from my gift shop and and i'm not so neat on parts of it but, yeah, but you have no choice because you gotta you're the, you're the stock room 
right? It's like, it's a little bit of a stock room, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you can only do so much with that. Yeah. But, but on my desk, I always have like, I'm like, I'm like, and, and it's a pile. I'm going to work on this pile today. Everything's in piles. I'm that girl. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I know. I'm, I I'm remember that. Right? <laughs> um, okay. Sleeping with the bedroom door open or closed? Oh, definitely closed. Really? Every night? Really? Like totally closed. Yep. yep. Every night. If it's open, if one of us leaves it open, the other one's like, what in the, what is really? happening? Yeah, no, very okay. set. I'm I'm totally like door not wide open, but like I like a, open a crack. It doesn't light come in, then I'm just paying attention to the light. So I'm like, uh oh, I can't. Oh, no, I feel I need that light. No. I feel I need. Oh. Yeah, I feel in my mind. I'm thinking that if I close the door, like what happens if somebody comes and tries to steal me? Then I'm not even going <laughs> to see them coming. Right? No, I like I like a closed door and uh, white noise machine on and oh. freezing cold and pitch. Black. I like freezing cold with a fan. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, toilet paper over or under? Come on, come over. On, come on. And if I come to your house and it's oh. under, I'm switching it. Mine. I'm like the only person that I know that's under. We are under people. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> if I ever came over, you'd be like, "Hey, wait a minute! All the what toilet paper has changed, and I will go to every bathroom in your house and change it. Really? It will make me crazy. Oh, <laughs> that's yeah. Good. That's so funny. That's I just so did funny. this at someone's house. When I don't know. I don't know where I was. I was at a friend's house for, I think I was at a friend's house for dinner on Sunday. And I remember getting into the bathroom and being like, come on. And like, I flipped it. I took it <laughs> off and flipped it. I don't understand <laughs> over. I have people oh I've God. tried. I've, I don't understand over. You need the, do you, like in the little triangle fold. Like that's no, my oh, favorite I'm not, thing. Yeah, I'm see not that. All oh, that yeah. trouble. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> that's too much work. All right. Sweat profusely or have a dry mouth. Oh. Uh, hmm. So I guess sweat profusely. Mm-hmm. Dry mouth just as a result of my job would not be an option. No. <laughs> no. A dry mouth just would drive me right around the bend. Oh yeah. Like I don't I'm not like you enjoy sweating, but of the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah, like it's not like like that's like that's a trick question there, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Um so I have a couple more questions for you. Sure. Um if you were a show on yeah. Do you still have a couple minutes? Yeah. 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 Yep. Okay. Um, if you were a show on Netflix, what would you, uh, what would you be? Oh, like an existing show that already is there. No. Like if we were to like film a show about Caitlin, what would it be? What um, kind of show would it be? It would now that I'm thinking about it, it would probably be like a reality show <laughs> um, <laughs> about life and like media, I guess probably. Mm-hmm. I've thought because I've thought about why that doesn't exist not around me obviously I'm not an egomaniac but I mean why Canada doesn't have more Canadian reality TV shows Mm -hmm. Um, so I would guess yeah it would be a reality TV show about like life in media and being sleep deprived and you know like working on a podcast and working on a morning show and just like all the hilarious stuff that happens and I have a very funny engaging group of friends and I would mostly just want to force them to be on the show for my own sick pleasure so and my husband hates being on camera more than anyone in the world we did one segment once together for Marilyn's tv show where we were looking for a house and all of our friends had a viewing party of it because he was so uncomfortable so I would really like to make him uncomfortable on a more frequent Yeah. So you're a little sadistic. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I like an uncomfortable <laughs> laugh. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh my God. Okay. That's awesome. If you were going to live on a desert island, but could only take one thing with you, what would it be? Uh, <laughs> I guess it would be a flare. 
okay because you want to get off the island Practical? Yeah, I'm just I'm gonna go with whatever is gonna get me the hell out of here faster. Like okay. I would have picked. I mean, can I say a boat? Like I don't know. <laughs> you can Something. say whatever, right? Yeah, and a yeah. boat just happens to float on by. That's your there you go. Your go-to. Yeah, right. So no, no interest in like like becoming like Gilligan's Island and no, being absolutely not. People no. who are like, I pick a knife. I'm like, what are you doing with that? Are you killing yourself with it? Because <laughs> there's no way you know how to use that knife well enough That's to survive. Exactly right. Like, like I don't know how to cook a. I don't know how to get a coconut. I don't know how to make a hut. I don't know how to yeah. do any. I'm gonna just lie in the sun and die. Yes. So you just whatever you ha- you can bring with you is the best chance you have of getting off of the island quickly, right. or you're waiting to be eaten. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Okay. I mean, yeah. that's just brilliant. So yes, I'll take Caitlin with me. I will yeah, take, I'm gonna take Caitlin. I'm going to take Caitlin too. <laughs> she will have the flyer or a so, boat. Yeah. I think Caitlin just yeah. became like, like the automatic, like phone a friend. Like if you're ever like stuck for something, okay, you have one call. It better oh be Caitlin because I think she knows a little bit of everything. I think you would be good if we ever got on a show where we needed to know stuff like, right? like yes. millionaire or, you know, like Jeopardy maybe. Do they do a phone a friend on Jeopardy? No, they don't. They no, don't. but what about what about that one that I watched last night that I'm really really good at? Don't forget the lyrics, right? If you need help, you oh get to yeah, phone a right? yeah, I do know song lyrics again because radio. But yeah, I have a lot of useless knowledge that just sort of That's sits the around. Best so there you That's go. The best knowledge. <laughs> oh yeah. my God, Caitlin, you became our phone a friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Official phone a friend of the I shake my head at Lisa and Sam podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, one last question. Okay. What would be the theme song of your life speaking of music? <gasps> oh, oh, this is so hard. I love music so much. It's so hard. Oh man. Okay. Well, <laughs> I should pick something by Rihanna because I'm obsessed with her and love her so much. Um, but I really would want it to be, I think, the song That's Life by Frank Sinatra. Because I'm not kidding, that song single-handedly got me through the first lockdown. <laughs> really? Yeah. It really? was like a perfect combination. I love Frank Sinatra and I love I love the the idea of somehow getting a return to like the 1940s supper club. We've yep. talked about it on the Jan mm, podcast yeah. before. But I love the idea of people dressing up to go for dinner. You have valet. You have the little booth with the tiny lamp in the middle. There's like a sink, like a band performs. Yeah. All that stuff. So I like that. And so my husband and I rewatched Mad Men from the very start. And we got into like cocktails and we just really lost our minds during the first (laughs) lockdown. And that song, I just loved it. It got me through a lot of things. There's a lot of humor in it. It's really darkly funny. Um, So, yeah, I would pick That's Life by Frank Sinatra. That's okay. awesome. That's, That's cool. Really, you're so smart, Caitlin. That's a good one. That's a good one. Right now, I'm gonna now I'm gonna go. I'm gonna after. I'm gonna listen to it and be like, because mm-hmm. mine is not that smart. Mine's like from Rihanna. Bitch, you gotta have my money. Bitch, you got my money. <laughs> like that's. I mean, that's sad, right? So I like. You know what? I like. I like that one by Chumbawamba. I get knocked down, but I get up again. Tom Thumper. Like Yes, Hub Thumper. I like that one. An epic one-hit wonder, just never to be heard from again. Which is funny when you have a name like Chumbawamba, you're like, well, yep, (laughs) one off, and that's it. Chances are, I love like now that you just said one-hit wonders. I love one-hit wonders. I think that they're just the the best thing of all times, right? Because they just they do exactly what they're supposed to do. And then when you hear them, so for example, on uh, last weekend we were out and and they were playing like '80s music, and it was just like what was it, Sam? It was it was Wilson Phillips hold on for one oh day. my god yeah and you would have thought that here we were all in concert like it was like it was like 25 years 
ago. (laughs) And the craziest thing, how you just remember every single song and every lyric of it and People love them. It's like Vanessa Carlton's A Thousand Miles, you know, yes, the make, it, make right? My Way Downtown, that song. Think of like Lou Bega. I mean, that, <laughs> oh, that, yes. guy just, right? that guy just did Mambo Number no. 5 and I was like, see you later. And see you so, later, right? See yeah. you later. That's so, That's so, <laughs> yeah. so weird. His name is David Lou Bega and he's from like Germany. He's from, wow. and not even, well, not even like edgy Berlin. He's from like outside I, I was like this guy should have been in a very different band than yeah yeah that's <laughs> right eh? number five yeah that's my so one hit true. wonder knowledge <laughs> i love what i just think i just think that i think that those people deserve so much more credit than what they get those one hit wonder people agreed no one has right? one, even no one has hits like what are we talking mm-hmm. about having one is pretty dang good yeah and then one that like like people can hear forever and be like oh my mm-hmm. god that was the best song like like mm-hmm. taco putting on the ritz that was the like the weirdest craziest song in like 1982 or whenever mm-hmm. yeah we are dating our we're dating ourselves now with our <laughs> 80s knowledge that was fun Yes. Thank you so much, Caitlin, for coming on our crazy little podcast and, you know, spending your time with us. We really appreciate it. I love crazy little podcasts. So thank you for inviting me. <laughs> thank you. Um, where can listeners find oh, you? You can find me weekday mornings on Chum 104.5 and you can listen to that on iHeartRadio if you aren't obviously in the GTA or Southern Ontario. And then the Jan Arden podcast, I'm on every single week with Jan anywhere you listen to podcasts. But again, I do want to give a special shout out to iHeartRadio. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. Thanks for coming on our show. We had so much fun. Thank you for having me. I hope you want to come back. (laughs) Yeah. You guys just reach out any old time and, um, and I wish you the best on your journey to connect with Anne Murray, but I don't feel good about it. (laughs) You know what? As a diehard fan, I'm going to keep my distance respectfully, but in my heart, I will always believe that if she had one last podcast or one last interview to do, I know for a fact it would be us. Okay, like great. I know she'd be like, hey, there's that crazy girl in Saskatoon. And you, like, yep, that would be us. you hold on to that. That might be all you have. I, I feel it probably is all. And I, that and I have a Christmas ornament of, that I bought at one of her shows. So I do feel those are my two connections to her. Oh, my God. Awesome. Okay, well, thank, thank you, you so much. Okay. Awesome. What a great interview with Caitlin, Lisa. Oh, my God. She was so much fun. That was so fun. Hey, she's hilarious. She is hilarious. I'm so glad we have a new friend. Well, she She's our phoner friend now. She's our phone. She's the official <laughs> phoner friend of the podcast. <laughs> um, I really, really hope that um, that she comes back. <laughs> I know. I hope so, too. Right. I don't think we scared her away. I don't think we did. I don't, I don't think. I think she's made a tougher stuff than us. I think so. (laughs) Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. Good times. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay, Samantha, here's something interesting that you know how, you know how we always say, oh, imagine if we got praise and, and, and accolades for stuff that we actually did and, and, and and invented and we don't. Yeah. Okay. Do you remember a while back on a podcast, we discussed a toaster that needed a window? Yes. Right. Because remember, I said I had issues with toasters. Why can't they have right. a window? Because I don't want it to be a toaster oven. I want a toaster with a window. Yes. Well, oddly enough, turns out that there's one on the market. It's called a dash toaster. Samantha, really? We need to copyright our shit. <laughs> 
They took our idea, obviously. There was yes. never talk of that except for us. Because uh-huh. our big thing was that it's not a toaster oven. It's a toaster. With a window. <laughs> right. Because we don't trust the lever that is factory set to tell me that on number two, my toast will be just fine. Right. Right. Because it doesn't know. How does it know? It don't know. Oh, we my wanted. God. So now, magically, this item appears we could have made a ton of money oh we need a do we not do we not know anybody that does copyright lawyering lawyering i don't know i don't know there we must have a connection somewhere i don't know or somebody could point (laughs) us in the right direction right what's that judge of ours up to lately can't he point us in the right direction do you feel like maybe the dash toaster was out before we had the toaster talk though i never heard of it before Mm -hmm. did you I don't know. No. So no, no, I don't feel that actually. No, I actually, I actually do not feel that. Okay. All no. right. All right. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. So with warmer weather, my mind turned to shooting things. I'm not sure why. Okay. But have you ever thought about like why we still hunt big game? Yeah. yeah because we are horrible, horrible human beings. But like when I'm thinking big game, I'm thinking like, like the endangered, like, like the endangered species stuff. Yeah. Why? Why does this? It's a sport. It is. Well, it's not a good sport because they die. Yeah. Why is this still? Why is this something that still happens? Because the whole thing in life is that when you know better, you're supposed to stop and do better. Right. Right. So the world knows better. Uh huh. But we don't do better. No, not in this. No, because people still do this. Like normal hunting, because we do have to sort of control the deer population and and all of that kind of stuff. So that is regulated. That kind of hunting is regulated. And and, and, And just so we're clarified, right? That is hunting that's not used with an assault weapon, right? Right. Right. Okay. Right. Because because. Because I would understand uh, needing that shotgun, but not needing necessarily an assault rifle shotgun. Well, because I think when people go hunting, they actually like, you know. We're talking for animals, not people hunting with, a, right, with an not, assault rifle. No, not pe- not okay. people. Last time okay. I checked. Okay. I just wanted to clarify, right? Because there's a lot going on with guns out there in the world. Well, this is true. So I just want a clarification. Thank you. Yeah. I think it's weird. The whole big like that. It's like it's like the safari hunting thing, because like people go on these trips and the whole goal is to like get an elephant tusk. Yeah. Why? I don't know. It's weird. But then then, you know, what else is weird, Samantha? I think that 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 the bar that we probably visited while we're on our vacation is weird because they have heads of like <gasps> they do have heads of everything and up, bears and stuff right everything's stuffed and taxidermied to death taxidermied. i think that's all like i i get that that's your your trophy like woohoo but i like 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 why we do we need to stuff the fox it's a fox i, I don't know Right. And when it comes to big game hunting, right, do we need to like, like, like shoot the rhinoceros? It's a like, it's a, like, why? Why? That's true. Like, what's the benefit of it? I don't get it. I just think that it's just a crazy rich man's sport. That's horrible. It is a crazy rich man's sport. Yeah, it's not cool. No, but you know what is cool? What? Cinnamon buns. But are they? How do we feel? How do we no, really feel? Cinnamon buns are cool. Um, You're about to get some for your summer. 
I've just had some for myself. You've just had some for I've just had summer. some, and they were delightful. Thank you. <laughs> they were delightful. Right? Um, but cinnamon buns are good. You don't necessarily need them with icing. Sometimes you do, and sometimes you don't. Yes. How do you feel? What, which which do you prefer? I, th- I only like it with white icing. I don't do, I'm not good with a glaze. Like, I think that's too sticky. Oh, okay. I'm okay with a glaze. I'm okay with an icing. I'm okay with anything, actually, with them. So basically, you just want all the sweet stuff. Yeah, because I'm just going to use a knife and fork and be very proper and not get it all over me. <laughs> that is <Right>? very true. <laughs> so so I'm not too worried if it's sticky, right? Because I'm just going to have my fork doesn't care. My fork's, my fork's okay with that. Your fork is very okay with it. Yeah, so I'm okay with that. But I love cinnamon, but I love like a, like I love a cinnamon bun. Right? I do too. So delicious, right? Mm-hmm. So delicious. So delicious. Awesome. Okay, Lisa. Samantha. Let's move on to I Shake My Heads. Okay, let's What's do it. making you shake your head this week? The wind. The wind from the week's uh, wind in general. I just, I don't get wind. Like, why do we have to have wind? How does wind develop? Where does wind come from? I don't get wind, right? I get rain. I don't get wind. I shake my head at wind. It's been very windy for the last month. <laughs> yes. And I shake my head at the wind a lot because I'm like, hey, dear wind, like enough already. Enough. Right? Yeah. Like, why do you got to be windy too? Like, well, why? And, and when it's windy, all it does is bring bad clouds and that's all rain it does. and exactly. Ugh. Yeah. That's all it does. <laughs> perhaps, all the, it does. perhaps the sun is unhappy with us and thinks you only deserve wind and clouds. Maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. I don't mother know. nature. It's mother nature again. It's mother nature again. What about you, Samantha? What's, what, what have you been shaking your head at? <laughs> oh, I stepped back onto the shellac bandwagon. Oh, what are you shellacking again? My fingers and my toes. Why are you shellacking? Because I wanted pretty fingers and now I'm addicted again. To shellac. To shellac because it doesn't go away and you don't have to worry about it and... And I don't know, but now I'm addicted and now I can't stop. I mean, I stopped for over two years and now just bam, one time. And I'm like, no, I got to keep going. Got to keep going. And so like, you're just changing your polish all the time? Well, like every couple of weeks because your fingers, your fingernails grow faster than your toes. Did you know that? It's because your fingers see the sunlight more. No, I didn't know that. Interesting. Did you know that? No. But I know that, that they, I know that they grow fast. They do. Right? Because you got to keep on top of that. Yeah. <laughs> Right, so you don't have gnarly fingers. So you don't have gnarly. Well, I don't have gnarly fingers now, but now I'm shaking my head because now I'm back on the shellac wagon. So well, I'll have fun with that. I can't help you out with that there. I know. Sorry. Have fun. Uh huh. Have fun. All right, guys. We love to hear your feedback, so please send us some of your feedback. Um, you can direct message us on Instagram or Facebook. You can send it to our email, which is I shake my head at gmail.com or ismhead at gmail.com. And uh, you might find it being mentioned here during one of our episodes. So that's kind of cool. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep. Want to thank John for putting together the episode, as always, does a really great job. And Lisa, is there anything else? I want to thank Caitlin. Yes, let's again thank Caitlin for coming on and joining us on our wee little podcast. Yes, absolutely. That was nice. That was super nice. Mm-hmm. No, I got I got nothing else for you. I'm right. done. I'm done. I'm done with you. I'm done. I'm done with this. I'm done with you. I'm done with this. No, uh, no. I you know, and of course I could keep rambling, but I get we get in trouble for that. <laughs> yes, right. So do. we're not supposed to. We're not supposed to. <laughs> so, Wrap no. it up. 
I'm good. I'm good, Samantha. You know what? Always a pleasure. It should be. Hmm. Who's a pretty girl? I'm a pretty girl. Ew. Gotta get rid of this old Backstreet Boys t-shirt. Tell me why. Because it stinks, boys. Tell me why. I've washed it so many times, but the odor won't come out. Tell me why. No, you tell me why I can't get rid of this odor. Have you tried Downy Rinse and Refresh? It doesn't just cover up odors. It helps remove them. Wow, it worked, guys. Yeah. Downy Rinse and Refresh removes more odor in one wash than the leading value detergent in three washes. Find it wherever you buy laundry products.